Have you ever felt blocked from operating at your highest potential? Do you ever wish you could hit the fast forward button to becoming more of who you want to be in this world faster than you could have ever imagined? Now, today we welcome Teresa Lear Levine to the show. Teresa is an EFT master practitioner, law of attraction coach, and energy strategist. She's the founder of Becoming More Me and the Becoming More Me podcast. You'll definitely have to check that one out. Now, using scientifically proven methods, which we will dive into today, Teresa helps her clients release resistance and leverage perceived weaknesses into superpowers. She is helping her clients overcome limiting beliefs, resolve fears, and discover how to navigate challenges with more ease. Sounds amazing, right? Join us for a fascinating conversation on EFT and discover how you can use these techniques to break through into your next chapter on purpose and fully present. And it all starts now. I'm Kara and welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. I believe that all of us possess unique gifts and talents that allow us to serve the world and our own growth in the highest possible way. Our lives are an expression of our thoughts, beliefs, and actions. And here, we will explore businesses, thought leaders, and topics designed to inspire, helping propel your own growth so you can live your best and most purposeful life. Welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. Welcome back to the Soul Inspiring Business Podcast. Today, we are joined by Teresa Lear Levine. Welcome to the show, Teresa. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Karen. I'm glad to be here. Well, I am super thrilled as well. And for our listeners, a little bit about Teresa. Teresa is a master EFT practitioner, law of attraction coach, energy strategist, and inner problem solver. Uh, She is the founder of the Becoming More Me podcast, which you'll have to check out. We just did an episode uh, last week, so we'll include that in the show notes. But she helps in... Uh, busy-minded entrepreneurs, uh, ambitious women reclaim their calm, clarity, and confidence with scientifically proven methods that release what's currently holding them back and allow her clients to leverage their perceived weaknesses into superpowers, resulting in greater feelings of happiness, fulfillment, success as they create their visionary life. And what's really special is uh, Teresa and I were, we met actually at a retreat at a local resort. And then after our yoga class, which we did together, we ended up sparking up a conversation and which resulted in us finding out that we lived just minutes from each other and also had so many just shared mindset and vision about um, how to really help entrepreneurs and people create a bigger and more purposeful life. So, um, so which resulted in, in her being here. So again, I'm really thrilled to have you here and um, really excited to dive in more to this process of EFT tapping and, um, and really learn more about it. So some of our listeners may have exposure to that. Some may not. So can you, help guide us through how you were guided to this process of EFT tapping and really what it is um, and give our, for anybody that is not clear on what that means. 
Sure. I'm happy to. And I'm so glad the universe just happened to put us both in that yoga class that same morning because <laughs> it's been a delight getting to know you better since then. Absolutely. So EFT tapping, it stands for emotional freedom techniques. And it's been around since the 90s in the way that we know it now. It stems from ancient Chinese medicine as well as modern psychology. And it's scientifically proven to help resolve anything that you can feel. So that means emotional issues or physical issues, as well as wherever they've fallen within your life. So this could be something that happened long ago in your past. It could be something that's going on for you right now, or it could be something that you're future tripping on. So mm-hmm. all of those things, it has the same amount of efficacy with. And that makes it a really amazing tool to at least be familiar with. And for me, I, it came into my life. Well, it tried to come into my life a lot of times. I let it into my life in early <laughs> 2020, right before the pandemic hit. But before that, I would see it being used, but it was always in a context that didn't apply to me. So maybe I would see a football game and on the sidelines, I'd see one of the players, you know, NFL, just sitting there tapping or whatever. And at first I was like, what are they doing? And then I learned what it was. I'm like, ah, interesting. Cause they were using it for greater performance or to get over fears or things that they were hyping themselves up about. Or I would see Olympians using it at the Olympics to have better performance and beat their personal bests and things like that. Meanwhile, I'm, you know, rocking one of my four baby boys and I just want to like sleep through the night feel a little bit better and have enough energy to run my businesses and accomplish some of my dreams. And it just didn't seem like, like it was the modality for me, but I was completely missing the point because Mm -hmm. I wasn't understanding all the things that it could be applied to, how I could have used it to sleep better, how I could have used it to be less stressed out as a mom or less reactive as a mom or more centered in my business or more purposeful in the things that I was going about or happier in my marriage or whatever else might be coming up on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. So when I was at a retreat with some other women who I did primarily at that time, I was doing more nutrition and fitness based type coaching, but I've always worked with women on improving themselves in one way or another for the last 25 plus years. And I was really at a place where I was getting a little bit frustrated because so many of the women that I worked with would get results, but not to get the results they really wanted. They weren't willing to do that work. Mm, So interesting. I would, I would kind of get to this impasse with them where it's like, okay, well, I want to go deeper. I know that the issues are deeper. There's root causes to these reasons why you're either, you know, not losing weight or not eating the way that you want to, or not feeling the way you want to. And I was understanding that so much better, but I was mismatched with the type of people I was working with at the time. So went to this retreat, they brought in an EFT practitioner to tap with us. And on the way to the retreat, I started to get sick. And this was right before COVID hit here. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what I had, honestly. But I just thought I got sick so infrequently. Like my immune system before this pandemic hit was like, maybe I got sick like once every seven years. It was, 
I had amazing immunity and really good health. And so I was like, ah, just I'm getting a cold, whatever. I'll be down for the count for the night and I'll just grab some, you know, day quill or something and just keep on keeping on. And, but it was like a lot worse than that. And so I'm showing up with this thing, like just dragging and we start tapping on anxiety, which I had plenty of for kids and businesses I'm trying to run from home and trying to juggle all the things. I have ADHD and high functioning anxiety also. I didn't quite realize the specifics of those then. Gotten into that a lot more in the last couple of years. And so I'm like, cool, I can definitely use some tapping on anxiety. So we tap and I automatically, like two minutes in, start to feel a total shift in what's going on in my body. And I was a lot less anxious, but what I also noticed and didn't connect at the time because I hadn't learned enough about the practice was that my head was feeling better. The headache was lifting. The My sinuses were not as congested. And I actually had like physical energy returning to my body, which was wow. fortunate because we all were doing like a photo shoot after this part of the retreat. And I was like ready to go back to bed before then. And so like it pepped me up. I felt better. And the organizers must I have learned, knew what they were doing there. <laughs> yeah. And it, the, the, here's the cool thing is that the person that was teaching us this retreat, like I'm an EFT master certified practitioner. She was like level one, which is mm -hmm. great. And you can learn a lot, but just to, just to show you like how much change can come just from a basic knowing and understanding of mm -hmm. this practice. And she was able to convey that to us. And I was able to be inspired enough that I went home from that retreat and told my husband, like, I'm going to learn everything there is about this modality. And I'm signing up for like, <laughs> whatever the highest level of certification is. This is like where my business is going. This is where I'm going. He was like, there's the bank card, go for it. <laughs> I'm not stopping you. I can tell. I right. that much. <laughs> and, off I and how incredible to and have a great I partner. Studied, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. He, he is a wonderful supporter of all the crazy things that I endeavor to do. <laughs> and I, as I learned, I realized that EFT has this really cool feature of it, which is known as borrowed benefits, which hmm. means that since you're lowering your stress hormones, they're not just lowering around the one thing that you're working on, they're lowering everywhere. And that is how my anxiety was lessening because that's what the focus was in our EFT work. And also my symptoms from being sick were getting better, but it doesn't just, you can, use borrowed benefits and benefit from them with yourself. But I also mm -hmm. benefit from them when I do client work, when I'm working with a client or many clients throughout the day. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of therapists can be very burnt out, very uh, overwhelmed and overworked and everything else. And at the end of the day, I usually feel energized still and I feel good. And without having concentrated on my own issues, I've resolved and removed energetic blockages in my body throughout the course of just working my job, which I love. That's incredible. And yeah, so it works because we have this system in our body. It's known as there are meridians. And if mm -hmm. you've ever had acupuncture done, then they put the needles in along these meridian channels to unblock energy that is causing dis-ease in your body. In the case of acupuncture, a lot of times people use that for physical things, but I know a lot of people use it for emotional things also. Mm -hmm. So it's that same system. We're tapping with our fingertips on different parts of our body. There's nine basic points that we use with EFT that we're tapping on. And um, so no needles, which is a relief to many. And mm -hmm. as we're doing that, we're focused in on whatever the negative feeling, challenge, limiting belief, physical pain, the thing is we're focused on that and we're talking about it. So that's where the modern psychology element comes into it. And 
the goal with the EFT is to remove those energetic blockages and also instill feelings of love, acceptance, and forgiveness, whatever is required for the emotion or physical thing you're working through so that you genuinely feel better. Whereas a lot of times when people work through things, you might have talk therapy, you might talk about it, you might feel better. Talk therapy is great, but then you still get triggered by that same underlying root cause usually when something else comes up that's like it in the future. Whereas with EFT, we get to that root cause and then you don't have that same problem come up again, which really allows you to move into an elevated place of consciousness where you can show up differently. Mm. And that's the coolest feeling. One of the first things I got to use it on was my family life. And I was definitely prone to like losing my head sometimes with the kids and the overwhelm and everything else. And the voice would go up and the temper would come out a little bit. And when I could use it, and there's multiple ways that you can use it, because sometimes it would be like in the moment of feeling like I was going to lose my temper or get a little bit heated. I would just say, excuse me, kids. And the first few times I would just go somewhere else and do it. And then I was like, whatever, they need to see this. Like kids need to be exposed to our self-regulation and the way that we take care of ourselves. So Mm -hmm. they've seen me tap many rounds and kind of just talk out my feelings and feel better. And that definitely helps for in the moment, which I normally call the band-aid usage of it, because that did not get me to the root cause of why I was getting irritated or frustrated in the first place. But it did make that present situation a lot nicer for everyone, myself, my kids, everybody else. Mm -hmm. But then when I have the time to sit down and be diligent and intentional about what's really going on inside of me, that's when I can work a little deeper and figure out what's really underlying those feelings. Maybe there's a fear, maybe there's some past thing that happened that I need to work out that causes me to get agitated when my kids do certain things. And that's when you really get to the root cause and don't find yourself getting to that place with the kids anymore. Right. Don't find yourself revisiting that. Yeah. Yeah. I um, totally should have pulled out a real estate example though, because I know when you came on my show, we talked about emotions and real estate and I have used this technique with many, an agent, a buyer, a seller, because the whole gamut of emotions comes out for all three of those parties in transactions. Does it not? It's so true. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I, I love, um, I love this this idea though that because I think sometimes and you you talked about it with like therapy when you're working through issues there's the idea that you're bringing it up again and it like resurfaces all the emotions and you live in the past and I love this idea that this is really more kind of forward thinking um in that you can really release those things that are holding you back without having to necessarily even you know some of it you may be getting into the nitty gritty of it and some may just be you know, a lot of it can just let go just because you're releasing these, these points, as you say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. which is, which is awesome. And the other thing I just wanted to call out because um, it reminds me of something with my, my own kids, you know, for a long time, I would like meditate, I would kind of go someplace different to meditate. And I didn't want them. I don't know, I kind of like wanted it to be my own alone space or time. And now it it still is that but like, they'll often if they come in the room, you know, before, I don't know what it was, I don't, I didn't really like talk about it with them. And now I'm like, no, mommy's meditating, you know, because I want them to see that. And that's why I think that's, you know, again, being able to teach our kids that there are these different methods that that they can use and educate them on that because I wish I had that growing up you know I wish I had had absolutely 
that model that these kind of things are okay and they're not taboo and they're certain and they're certainly becoming more mainstream now, which is great. So yeah, it's so important that they see us doing this so they know that it's normal and it's good for us and it's not selfish and it makes us better moms and you know it helps them too. I love it when my kids actually want to do this with me. It doesn't happen very often because kids never think that what moms do in school, but you know, <laughs> it does happen and at least they're absorbing it and understanding it. So when they yes. want to make that choice for themselves, they can. But if I had my wish, kids would be learning this from preschool and we would be such a different world if people could regulate their nervous systems because that was the missing piece for me. You know, I, we hear all this stuff. It's always mindset or how your thinking is, you know, positive thinking, mindset, knowledge, all this stuff. But just because you know better or you can meditate doesn't necessarily mean that you show up differently or that you feel like you can actually do better. You know, and it was being able to put together the knowledge, the mindset, and the positive outlook on things with nervous system regulation that actually allowed me to put things into use. Like, I read a ton of books, and I would be so frustrated thinking, like, I've learned this philosophy, or I've learned this method of doing things, or this way to break through and elevate my business, or nurture my family, or just be happier in general. And then I couldn't actually do it. The hmm. self-sabotage, the procrastination, the ADHD, the high-functioning anxiety, the limiting beliefs, all of that stuff needed to be moved in order for me to actually be able to take action and make it come to fruition in my life. And hmm. I think that is something that other people can relate to as well. So I say that Absolutely. because this was like the magic sauce for me to get moving and make things happen differently. That's awesome. And and I agree. It's about it's in combination with the other, but such an important piece. And in many ways, the missing link between, you know, being able to really articulate what you want to create and then actually creating it. Yeah. Right. Understanding versus acting. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's a total um, difference. And I got to use it so much the summer that we moved when we bought the house that I'm sitting in right now in 2020, oh my goodness, all of my limiting beliefs just bubbled up, you know, and as the buyer, you know, I'm going yes. through all the buyer things. So it's like, is it the right house? You know, oh, there's like $30,000 worth of other things that are wrong with the house that we need to fix before we move in because the inspection was crazy. You know, the we had uh, we had so many issues though too. I won't even go into it. But oh, no. like all the things <laughs> came up and I was just like, okay, just going to go tap on it. Just, okay, universe, just see me through here. <laughs> like I just need to regulate and figure out what the next best thing is. And it really, really helped me get in tune with my intuition. And it also made me really love the process of working with other people going through that, whether on the selling, the buying or the agent <laughs> side, because there's so many things there, you know, yes. and it's such an unpredictable thing, but it's kind of like a metaphor for life. Like we just never really know what's coming from one day to the next for a reason and trusting it's life fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and I think one thing that I'd love to touch on too, because we do have you know, entrepreneurs and, and real estate agents that listen to the show. Um, and when we're thinking about, and especially now timely thinking about, okay, what do you want to create? What are your goals as we go into 2023? And, you know, how do we want those things to manifest? You know, what are some tapping techniques or how would you approach that if somebody came to you and says, and says, gosh, like, 
this idea of manifesting what I want is everywhere, right? But how does that really work? What if I want to create X amount of income or I want to create, I don't know, a, um, I want to grow a team or whatever those, those big goals might be going into the next year. How do I actually manifest that and not get stuck? Like what are, what would be kind of the process that you would walk them through? Yeah, manifesting is a really interesting thing because we have these seven main energy portals in our body, otherwise known as chakras, that are engineered and designed for our manifestation of things. So when we have this idea that we want to crush whatever this goal is in 2023, it's kind of this seventh chakra idea. It's up here and we're just kind of like flirting with it, thinking about it, dreaming about it. And then it drops down a little bit. All of a sudden we're telling our best friend or our spouse or somebody important to us about this idea. And it kind of starts to grow legs. And then we start to think about taking action and you know we're, we're speaking it into reality already and putting these ideas out to the universe but it's once it drops down from like throat level down that people start running into problems and that's usually where the limiting beliefs or things that are rooted in our childhood the first seven years of our life we really don't have a whole lot of consciousness going on so mm. we're absorbing everything like a sponge and we can take on a lot of beliefs that don't serve us and also a lot of trauma that is kind of just bubbling underneath of the surface. So we have to see what needs to be cleared because when you start to think about that goal, feelings are going to come up. So that's usually mm -hmm. where I go with people. What are you feeling when you're thinking about that goal? What's standing in your way when you think about taking that next step? What's coming up for you? Then we can root out the weeds from the proverbial garden and really allow them to plant seeds that have room to grow and flourish so that they can take those steps more confidently, more intuitively, with more clarity and actually get the results that they want. And if I'm working with them over the course of six months tends to be like the general time frame that people usually are working with me, mm -hmm. then I get to go through those steps with them. So as they're taking the next step, then we, you know, we meet again and it's like, okay, how did that go? What came up for you? What are you feeling now? Work through those blocks. And again, consciousness elevated, next step taken, kind of working through it together. But the emotional side of things is so important because as we drop that feeling and that dream down, we want it to get all the way down to the root chakra. That's like our container. And it's mm -hmm. also for a lot of people more like a sieve where stuff just drops right through it and they either can't hold on to money or can't create the business that they want or can't grow a relationship that feels like it has foundation to it because they have not solidified their own feelings of safety. Mm. And without that, it's really, really hard to take next steps in almost any area of our life. So there's a certain amount of inner child work to be done. I find there's usually even more inner teen work to be done <laughs> for whatever reason. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's usually the stuff we remember better. Sometimes yeah. going back and doing inner child stuff feels feels woo-woo to people because they don't actually remember, even though their subconscious remembers all of it. They're mm -hmm. thinking like, oh gosh, I'm talking to this baby or this little kid and it doesn't make any sense to me because I don't remember any of it. Whereas we know the stuff that happened when we were teenagers, or at least what we remember of it, which has formulated our beliefs and things. And mm -hmm. that can be sometimes more tangible to work on for people. But the whole idea is that 
the only place we have any power is right here and right now. You and me mm-hmm. talking right now can't do anything else. You know, you can't be closing a deal on a house right now while we're talking. I can't be picking up my kids from the school while we're talking. Not, anything that we're worrying about or trying to do in our lives outside of this conversation, we can't do right now. This is the only place we have any power. And that's the way it is with everything in our life. But the problem mm-hmm. is power is being spread out in so many directions. We're allowing some of it to go to our past and to keep you know, being leaked to things that happened to us or from us or whatever that we haven't resolved. We're allowing our power to go towards the future with worry and future tripping and all that kind of stuff that yep. can't do anything about it because we're here and we're never there. We're always here. Right. And so we need the power here and now. And this technique gets you present. It really, mm-hmm. really allows you to call your power back to this present moment and be that whole complete and powerful person that you are always, but don't necessarily show up as. Well, and I, I love the description of of you, even from the beginning, kind of like talking us through how that kind of like the chakra system and how those things kind of come through that really resonated um, that I, I don't think that I've heard that image uh, or or like had that image before so clearly where you can kind of see kind of the goals and and the intuition, everything kind of coming from the crown and it kind of working through your body to kind of where in the root, where um, is your place of power in creating things into being right. Like walking, like action, kind of taking action in the physical world. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that was a, a cool way to hear it. So thank you for sharing that. And you're absolutely right. I mean, right now is the only, now is the only time that matters. Um, And it, you know, having your power kind of go into all these different directions. I think there's so many that all of us struggle with that at some level. It's just a matter of degree, yeah. you know, based on the work that you've done in the past. So, um, yeah. so thanks but for when sharing. we're anxious and we're traumatized, we're showing up very diluted. Like yes. the wholeness of who we are is not here and like radiantly coming through the way that would serve us and the world. So much yeah, better. yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and it's like when you're, when you're feeling diluted in that way, the way you carry yourself, the way you walk into a room, opportunities and people will approach you differently um when you're sh- showing up as your truly purposeful now radiant self um versus right. the because people can feel that energy when you're walking into a room um it as a as a more present person right uh, and that's when I think the the universe and opportunities can align with you more quickly. So when we thought think about manifesting um and and attracting things into being, it's a quicker, it's a quicker process because you're not having the dilution of that. You can have an idea, have it resonate, and then have it come to fruition much quicker. So you're basically speeding up the timeline. Yeah, it's amazing how quickly things can happen when our intentions and our thoughts are in the right place and how slow it can be when we think that it's all based in action. Mm Action is important, but I know I see so many women, especially in real estate and just the high functioning anxiety kind of component of things that it's like, it's the go, 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 do, 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 strive, hustle, that kind of a mentality. And our thoughts, can accomplish so much and we get to slow down and just think and things come together and they just happen for us. You know, it's kind of amazing the way some days my calendar just clears itself 
because it knows my intention is to be or do something else. And it's it's crazy. It's like clockwork at this point. Like I, I could have like several things booked during the day. And if I know that I have to be doing something else, all of a sudden it'll be somebody will call me to reschedule something or cancel or whatever. You know, it, it's funny, even things as simple as the other day, I was thinking to myself, oh, I really need to I need to get introduced to a videographer. I'm going to contact or, or look out. And then I'm in an Uber and the guy actually happens to do like real estate videography. And um, we connected and he's got this like big portfolio. I mean, it's just so funny how, That's awesome. right? Like we, we make things sometimes more difficult, but if you can learn to get in flow, there's a flow to it of getting in tune with what you need asking for what you need saying, okay, you know, help me find this and then being open to seeing what shows up. I mean, it's amazing how quickly it can happen. (laughs) One of my favorite things is the difference between affirmations and affirmations. Are you familiar with affirmations? No, no. I'd love to hear you say uh, Okay. So, um, I believe they're a creation of Noah St. John. He has like a whole little book of affirmations, but it's the idea that our brain responds to questions. And when we are giving it affirmations, just statements, I am enough, I am loved, whatever. It has like not a whole lot to do with that. And a lot of times we also haven't taken care of the stuff underlying that, that is preventing us from feeling like we're enough or feeling loved. So Mm. they don't land with us. We kind of reject them or internally we're scoffing at them. But with affirmations, we're turning things into questions. So instead of saying, I am enough, we're saying, why is it that I am enough just as I am? Or what what about me is so loved? And then our brain is looking for those answers all day long. Our subconscious is on the hunt for that. So like in your case of looking for a videographer, you'd be like, you know, what would it take for me to find the perfect videographer today? And just let your brain do the hunting and let it go. And it's amazing the things that start to happen really quickly. If you have like a good list of affirmations to ask yourself every morning and to basically just assign this to your brain and your subconscious so that they can work on it and you don't have to. Oh, I love that. And that's a great tip for all of our listeners too, because I'm I'm always a big believer in affirmations, especially when you can make them as believable as possible. You know, that is, as you mentioned, one of the challenges I think people have is that like, if you say, oh, I'm incredibly wealthy and prosperous and your bank account reads zero or you're in debt, that doesn't feel real. So your brain is going to consistently reject that. So, um, you know, maybe if you're asking yourself, like, what would it take to earn $20,000 more each month? or something like that, then it, A, feels doable, manageable, and also you'll start finding answers. And once you start figuring that out, then you can easily start, you know, going, okay, well, now that I've figured out those money blocks and those feelings that I have being limited of only asking for that much, then I can ask for more and I can keep growing. And then all of a sudden I'm at that, you know, whatever millions you wanted to say in your affirmation that didn't, align with you. Right. Oh, I love that. That's a great tip. Little, some baby steps are worth it sometimes because we have to, we have to believe it before we see it, but oftentimes our instinct is to need to see it before we believe it. So it's kind of a meeting in the middle of both so that you can open up enough to stop resisting the things that can just flow to you without you having seen them first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
No, that's so good. I'm I'm definitely going to try that out. So thank you for that. <laughs> no problem. Um, <laughs> well, this has been um, such a wonderful conversation. I've learned so much from you in our short time and uh, just really appreciate your willingness to share with our listeners. Um, and any last remaining thoughts or, or things to share um, to help us all as we go into 2023 and creating big things? Yeah. New Year's are always full of these ideas that we have for ourselves. And I think it's really fun to really look at what that means for us. And tapping is a great way to do that. I'd like to invite your listeners to check out, and we're going to create something for this. If they go to theprivatesessions.com, they are going to get access to, I call it an ebook, but that confuses people like crazy because it's full of video links and audio links. <laughs> but it's it's still like an ebook format, but sure. it has all of these tapping sessions that I've done where you can get hands-on and actually use this technique and get a shift in yourself, feel the difference, understand what we're talking about in this ebook. There's several dozen of them. There's like over $6,000 worth of therapy in here, guys. So like try it get your hands on it and use it. And Kara and I are actually going to create a round that's going to go into this resource. So I have a feeling maybe we'll work on some real estate stuff. I don't know. We'll see what's <laughs> on her mind and heart today when we start this, but that'll be separate from the podcast. So you'll definitely want to go to the private sessions.com and grab a copy of that and look for the round that we're going to do together so that you can you got to try this yourself, guys. It's one thing to hear me talk about like tapping on stuff and saying words and this and that. It's another thing to get the shift for yourself. It's a totally different experience. So I just encourage you to do that and find something in there that resonates with you. There's so many topics that I've tapped on with dozens of different podcast hosts over the years, and you'll find something in there that'll work for you and help you to advance. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. And I want to share with our listeners. I actually, Teresa, I had mentioned to her that we had recently um, had a miscarriage and uh, lost our baby girl just a few months ago. And so I um, had done the tapping um, for that. She had done a, a podcast episode with someone that also um, has a podcast called Labor Pains. And yes. it's it's for um, people that have lost, uh, that have suffered through miscarriages and trauma and grief and getting through that. And so you'd shared that uh, tapping episode with me or um, video with me and I had done it and, and it really just gave me a lot more peace and helped me feel a lot more grounded. So this stuff works and I'm, I'm so excited glad. to um, explore this, this other um, tapping with you too, but just uh, yeah. thank you again so much. And I hope that. Absolutely. Um, and if anybody oh, else there has suffered that kind of loss, that tapping that I sent to you is also in the ebook. So if people are looking to do healing work on that, it's in there for them. Too. Yeah, it, it was really, really powerful. So I would definitely check that out and uh, check out the other uh, sessions that she has in there too on a variety of different topics. So, um, so thank you again. Any other ways for people to get in touch with you? Uh, we'll certainly drop the the episode or your contact info in the uh, show notes, but um, what are the best ways for people to reach you? If not the private session, the best thing, and I'll send you some links for the show notes. The best thing is my website, TeresaLearLevine.com, because from there, 
you can find my podcast. You can book a breakthrough session with me. You can find my free community and join it. Everything is there. So if you just go there, then you can probably find whatever you're looking for and um, definitely get in touch with me. If you have any questions, I respond to all my stuff personally, and I love hearing from people. And more than that, I love helping people. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Kara. I really appreciate it. Loved being here with you today and would love to connect with you more over on Instagram. My handle is linked to the show notes, or you can just type in at Kara Chafin Donofrio. And I have something special for you as a free gift, my dynamic life journal. This special book has the power to really help you live a soul inspired life. Go to freegiftfromkara.com. Easy to remember, freegiftfromkara.com. Until next time, beautiful people, sending all my love.